Hello, thank you so much for tuning in to Active Ingredient. I am your host, Sophie Wheel, and I am a deeply curious person who is constantly on a mission to uncover the light that exists within all of us. Every other Monday, I'll be releasing a solo episode and I'm calling it Active Takeaways, where I'll be talking about a key takeaway or insight from a past guest, resources that have been helpful to me, or just a random topic I think would be useful for us to discuss with the goal of getting us to uncover our own light. Because remember, we all have the ingredient within us. All we need to do is activate it. Hello, welcome back to Active Ingredient. We have another solo episode and I'm so excited for this episode because it is our two year anniversary of the podcast. I cannot believe it's been two years. It's like some days I'm like, oh my God, I feel like I've been doing this for 18 years. And then some days I blink and I'm like, how has it been two years? Uh, But here we are. We launched this June 3rd of 2019. So this week it'll be our official two years. And I, I I know what my theme for this episode is, which is going back to things that I've learned in these past two years from guests who I believe have been working in their active ingredient or live in their active ingredient um, and some takeaways. But I also wanted to give context because I've never actually done this on the podcast on explaining why I even started this podcast in the first place. I was actually having a conversation with my aunt a couple of weeks ago and she just asked me, she's like, why do you, why do you do active ingredient? And I was like, you know, the idea came because I couldn't find my active ingredient. I felt like I was going down a path and I, I just, I, I felt like I was something about it was right, but it wasn't fully it. And I just, I was surrounded by so many people that I felt like were feeling something that I wasn't feeling. And they were close enough to me that I can have conversations and ask some questions. And that was the organic reason why I wanted to start the podcast is because I personally felt like I couldn't put my finger on what my active ingredient was, you know? And that was really the genesis of, of the whole idea and thinking that if I can have conversations with people and ask them things, maybe through osmosis or maybe through learning or applying some of these things into my own life, it could help me and others that felt the same way that I did. There's no way that I'm alone in feeling this. I feel like I've actually gone for a lot of uh, jobs and career choices in the past that do feel pretty aligned to me, but there was just something that I felt like I I just want to explore a little bit more. And I'm so grateful that I did because I genuinely feel like I've learned so much from the people that I've had on the podcast. I really hope that you guys have too. And it's been two years of doing this. And I feel, you know, if I'm being completely honest, do I feel like I am 100% in alignment with every single thing that I do all the time? No, like I don't have everything figured out at all. There are a lot of things of what I do that I feel very close to it. And I feel like I'm definitely on track, if that makes sense. But I don't feel it's it a hundred percent yet. And that's totally fine. Like I, it's a journey. And that's one of the big learnings that I've had from doing this podcast. It's that it is a journey and it's constantly, as you continue to learn more about yourself, implementing your learnings into your life and into your next decisions has been, I think the biggest takeaway and being patient and really believing that the timing of the universe is a huge thing. And when you're ready things will continue to unfold. But in the meantime, or not even in the meantime, it's part of the process. Being aware and having kind of like a North Star and always checking in with yourself, personal check-ins really help make sure that you're continuing being an advocate and being present in the decisions that you're making that will continue to unfold and get you closer and closer to what 
feels like the most authentic you that you can put out in the world. So yeah, I wanted to give context on why I did it. And, you know, the difference that I feel now in comparison to what I felt when I had started the podcast is completely different. Like I feel like when I, when I started, I genuinely felt so disconnected. And so mm, the best way to put it is that I felt like behind the eight ball. You know what I mean? Like I just felt I was doing things without really giving it much thought. I just felt everyone around me had it figured out. And it's like a big learning also is that no, like everyone doesn't have it figured out. Even the people that I, I'm like, I, I genuinely feel like you're in your active ingredient. Everyone is on a journey and there is no final destination. And there are things that I've learned from this experience that I implement in my life now to help me get closer and closer to it. And I think that that's the pursuit. That's the, that is the journey of life is constantly trying to uncover just the most authentic you possible. And that will translate in career. It translates in your personal life in your family life and everything. But I do feel like this podcast has given me so many tips and resources and um, perspective shifts and just like things that have helped me think differently. And it's resulted in me feeling so much closer to my active ingredient. So I want to just kind of walk through some of the takeaways that I feel have really resonated with me and the audience and um, things that are actually actionable that we can start doing if you haven't already started doing. And the first thing that I want to say is the biggest game changer for me personally has been making space to actually listen to myself. Because if not, I felt like, well, before I was consciously making space for that, I felt like I was just doing, 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 doing and locking what the actual noise was, but there, it did feel like there was a disconnect between what my actions were and what my soul was calling for. So the biggest takeaway from this is really creating time to be by yourself, to actually listen, which is, it sounds like a little daunting and like the first step being like a little bit overwhelming. So maybe that is not your immediate first step, but that has been like the biggest one to be able to just notice the difference between what's a true feeling and what's not. And then this actionable step isn't as scary, but I think it's really, really helpful is actually writing down the things that you do in life that make you feel the most yourself or that make you feel the happiest. And it could be anything like it could literally be going to a workout class or seeing your friends or uh, reading a book. It could be literally anything. Just write down a list of all the things that you where you feel the happiest and where you feel the most aligned. Once you do that list, sit with that for a little bit, just start recognizing it and then start like integrating that into your life more and more. That's like step number one. Then step number two is once you've like done that and created more space while, you know, integrating that into your life and and seeing how you feel with it, try to dissect each one of those a little bit more and understand what it is about those things that you like. Like what is it about that workout class specifically that you like? What is it about the friend that you hang out with that you feel really great about? Like what, what, what are the conversations that you're having with them that makes you feel really good? Is, is it like, uh, is it one of those things that it's like where the actual location is of where you're doing things that makes you really happy, that brings something out in you that makes you feel like yourself? Like just the next step after doing the actual list is taking it a step further and trying to find the underlying reason of why that makes you feel good. Because it may not be that like you feel this because you feel like you vibe with your friend a lot, but it's like, what are the conversations that you're vibing with your friend a lot on? Like, is that something that is a topic of interest for you? Just taking all of these like insights that you have with yourself to the next level and trying to understand like, 
a, either a common denominator or just a deeper a deeper understanding of what it is about that that makes you just feel more like yourself. Another great one is journaling. Um, journaling has helped me a ton. It's an, it's a recent thing, actually. I've been doing it not that long, but it just really, really helped me put everything that's going on in my head, like a million miles an hour into paper and like rereading it and being like, oh, that's why I felt that way. Or, oh, that's why I actually really like this. Or that's why I actually didn't do it. Or I flaked on doing it or I procrastinated doing it. It's because I actually didn't want to do it, you know? just journaling and and having this dialogue with yourself in these quiet moments helps kind of put all the pieces of the puzzle together and then help you make decisions, which like decision-making is what's actually going to help you on a, on a journey, but it's also kind of what paralyzes a lot of us. So journaling has been a really, really big one. There's so many different journals out there. Like if, if you need a prompt, cause like some people are like, oh, well journaling is like a little bit daunting, kind of like meditation. It's like, what do I journal about? Like, it's just, you know, but there are several different prompts that you can find out there to help kind of like get things flowing. So I would consider prompts to be like the same thing as guided meditations. So maybe like the first place to start is these prompts and it just helps give you more clarity. So I really recommend journaling. Another one is it's kind of similar to the first point that I said, but what do you gravitate towards? Like what Instagram accounts are you gravitated towards? what podcast do you listen to consistently? What books, like, are, are you reading specific types of books? What are the things that you just naturally gravitate towards that you do on your off time and try to understand what it is about that, that really excites you. That has been a really, really big game changer for me. And it's, it's honestly like helped me figure out what like my current active ingredient is 100% because I noticed that like, you know, the five accounts that I look at on Instagram all have very similar common denominators, you know, like it's all really personal growth related. Um, a lot of health and wellness content I gravitate towards the books that I read are on personal development. I, that, that's just like the, the trajectory of which I like go on. And, uh, I I feel like I never really put all those pieces together until I was like, wait, these, all of these accounts like have this underlying thing. And it helped me just kind of like feel more and more confident in what it was that I was actually seeking. Another one on finding active ingredients is to really not be that afraid of failure. In fact, actually, I think like the first step to not being afraid of failure is setting out your goal to fail, like trying to fail. Because if you desensitize the failure fear, then it doesn't have control over you and you can actually just do it. If your expectation is to fail, like then (laughs) there's literally no downside. You know what I mean? Like you're going into it to fail and it helps you realize what you actually want to do and what you don't want to do. So a big, a big thing that helps with decision-making, like I said previously, that helps you actually go on a journey is removing the failure factor. Just going at it, knowing that you need to throw a lot of spaghetti on the wall to see what's going to actually hit and what's going to actually feel the most like you and the fear. And I'm saying this not from a place of thinking that I have this like fear under control. Cause I don't, I definitely like question myself or I'll think like, well, what will people think? And you know, that that's to say that like, I don't feel that is not true, but like actively being aware of it, being super on top of yourself when those thoughts are coming up and just absolutely just looking at it and saying you're not welcomed here and doing it anyway. Even if you fail, who cares? The failure is going to teach you way more about any success anyway. So a failure is a win either way, which sounds super cliche, but a big, a big, big, big one is just if you fail, who cares? Just you're doing something that's going to lead you to what the actual thing that you want to do is. 
Something else that I want to just say on here that I feel like has helped me so much and just going for it and just like doing things that I'm excited about and that I want to pursue. Because like I said, in this like last point, like the failure factor or like the fear of what other people think has been something that has stopped me before from doing things. And this has given me so much peace is that people do not care about what you're doing. Like the people that are going to be talking bad about you or that are going to be sharing what you're doing with other people, like they are hurt people that have not done what they want to do. So like, who cares? Honestly, like genuinely who cares what they, the small, small few people that think that like, who cares what they actually think? If you want to play big, you have to take these risks. You have to put yourself out there. You, you, it's just, there's no other way around it. You can't do it from like the safety of not putting yourself out there. So you literally have one life to do this you might as well just do it. People will, if, if they think about it, they will think about it for one second and they go back to think about themselves. People are only thinking about themselves. Like something that takes you a million years to actually do, you put it out there, people will see it for one second and then they're going to go back to thinking about themselves. So you might as well do what you actually want to do anyway. That has been a massive learning for me. And it's, it's something that's kind of like a muscle that you need to continue to do. And just like, challenge yourself every day, do something that makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable. And then that's it. Like you just have to continue to do that and not care what other, it's so much easier said than done. And I, again, by no means have this 100% under control. The thoughts definitely come up, but now I recognize it and I'm like, I don't care. Like, I'm sorry. If someone is knocking me for trying something, I don't want that person in my life anyway, because it's like, how fearful are you that you can't recognize that I'm trying something. You know what I mean? That to me, that to me signals that that person has never tried something before because it takes one to know one. Like when I see people putting themselves out there, I'm like, damn, that is bravery. I'm so like, I'm so excited and like proud to see people putting themselves out there like that because I know it's not easy. And that's the only type of person I want to surround myself with anyway. And I feel like if you're a listener of this podcast, you probably have that same thought. So that's a big one. Like the biggest takeaway there is like people are only thinking about themselves anyway. So you might as well do the thing that you want to do and see if it sticks. Like that's, that's honestly one of the best pieces of advice I've heard before. Um, I actually listened to, uh, Serena Kerrigan on Olivia Perez's podcast, friend of a friend. And she was talking about this. She's like, literally no one cares. Like no one cares. So you literally might as well just do what you want. Whoever's talking shit, Poor, like I, I actually like I pray for them and I, I I hope that they find their happiness because anyone that's talking badly or like making fun, it's like they've clearly not been doing any sort of work or they clearly are living in a fearful place um, and they're not being courageous with their life. So to be honest, like if anything, it's like I, I just feel bad and I don't want those type of people in my life anyway. So takeaway here is just do it anyway and like the more you do it, the more, the less and less you'll feel that fear or like that, like constant thought of like, what will people think? Another thing that I wanted to just call out, which is kind of counterintuitive and kind of like not really something that I feel like a lot of people will say, but when I had my cousin, who's a psychologist on, um, talking about like the people that we gravitate towards, but also like the people that we might feel a little bit jealous of, like, what is it about that jealousy? Because the thing is, is that jealousy is really just coming from a place of you wanting something and they may have something that you don't, that you don't, that you don't currently have, but you think that you can get, or, you know, I I think that it really just like is a mirror and reflection of what you want. It's not, a great emotion. I don't really, I'm not an advocate for jealousy, but I do think it's a very human and natural emotion and you can use it as a superpower to understand 
ourselves a little bit more. So who are the people that you're like, Oh my God, I just want that. Or like, Oh my God, like, why do they live like that? Or, you know, like, I can't wait for the day that I get to hear, like have a, try to have as healthy of a relationship as you possibly can with the, with that emotion. But like a great takeaway from that is writing down what it is specifically about it that, that you think that would make sense in your life and get clarity on it. And also be happy for them for having reached that, you know, like that's, thank God that that person is in that because if not, maybe you would have never even realized that you wanted it for yourself. So just shifting that perspective and being like, damn, like, I really want that. And it's like, I'm so like annoyed that that's not happening right now, but it's like, take a step back and be like, why is it that I want that? What is it about this situation or this person that makes me feel the way that I feel right now? I'm so happy for them that they currently are going through this or that they're currently living their life this way because it's reflecting something in me that I want. And it's helping me understand more of what it is that I'm seeking in this life. And that's it. And then parting ways, understanding what it is and moving on. Jealousy gets a really bad rap and I am not a fan of it. It's a really like icky, not good feeling. But I think that if we can reframe it that way and be grateful that it it's there to show us that there's something that's interesting to us could be a superpower. So um, that's one that I just didn't want to not say because I feel like people don't really like ever talk about jealousy in a good light. But I think that it could definitely help you like just get more clear on what it is that you're seeking bigger picture. And then another point that I wanted to say is understanding that like your interests change. Like I I don't ever want active ingredient to feel like it's like you have one active ingredient and that's it. And that's like what you were like branded with when you were born. And like, that's what, that's what it is. It's absolutely not. I think that active ingredients or like, like your deeper calling could a hundred percent change. Like that's not something that like, it's like, this is one and done and this is forever. Like we change, we evolve, we find new information, we have experiences, we do a ton of different things. You learn, you grow, you evolve and you can change your mind. And that is 100% okay. I think that there's a difference between constantly changing your mind because it doesn't feel like you, you've been successful. And like, I, you know, you guys know that I talk about immediate gratification and delayed gratification and just like really trying to exercise the delayed gratification muscle because I feel like a lot of times we quit sooner than we should because we're expecting success at a very quick pace. Um, and I think that like a delayed gratification mentality is something that you should always go into it with. Um, but there's a difference between just quitting and trying something new and actually giving something a shot for a significant period of like an, not even significant, just like an honest period of time um, before knowing if it's not for you anymore. And something can be super, super for you and it can feel so aligned and it can feel like, wow, this, this feels great. And then one day you learn something new or you question something or you learn, you just see a different way of doing things. And that's, that could be your new thing. Um, and again, back to the first point of being, of having these like silent moments and having a real true connection to yourself, your gut, your like inner, uh, conversation and voice, like you'll be able to decipher that more and more as you strengthen that relationship with being able to be quiet. Um, because the, the voice is very obvious in that, in that case, you know, like you can just, you feel more at peace when you have that conversation. It it doesn't feel like a super scary thought. It just feels more like, huh, like, okay, I hear you. Like that feels, that feels right. Um, and that happens with the silence, but, um, so long story short, I feel like active ingredients change and they can 100% change, give things a shot for a significant or an honest period of time. Um, but just check in with yourself. Like, are you still happy doing this? Um, 
do you still feel alive? How long has it been since you haven't felt alive doing this? Um, what else do you think that you can contribute to the world? Um, how do you want to contribute it to the world? What's the best form of communication for you? Like having these constant conversations and just feeling aligned in what your, like your answers back to yourself are, um, definitely help lead, lead the way. So, um, I also want to just, cause it's our two year anniversary, call out some episodes that I feel like really, let me actually get my phone out and see all the past episodes. I have some top of mind that, um, have really just stuck with me a ton. One of them is literally the most recent one that I did with Raul, um, with Raul Jimenez. The first episode that I did with Liz Tran, I've actually had her two times on the podcast. Honestly, both of her episodes were amazing. Liz Tran, the founder of Reset, um, the founder of Ilya, that conversation was really, really powerful in terms of delayed gratification um, and listening to your inner voice and doing the thing that you want to do anyway. The episode that I did with Alyssa Greenberg was so powerful and a huge perspective shift. So I really recommend that one. The conversation that I had with Mesa Chahada, the founder of Behave, was one of my absolute favorite conversations. The first half of it was really more about like mental health and getting your mind right, which I think is step one in figuring out any of these things and figuring out active ingredients. So um, that one top for sure, like top three. The episode with Safat Hader, the founder of Array, I feel like she gave so many great tangible next steps. I actually read several of the books that she recommended on that podcast and I really, really enjoyed that conversation. And she, I think, gives a lot of great takeaways. So I, I definitely recommend that one. And I feel like honestly, oh, and people really love the, and I did too, but the episode with uh, my chiropractor, Dr. Matt DeVoe. So just a few. I mean, I, I honestly love all of the episodes. I wouldn't put something out that I wasn't like absolutely obsessed with. But like these are just some that like in this line of um, active ingredients and tangible next steps and like conversations that I think can really help. I feel like those are some really good ones to go back to and reference. And yeah, so I, I would say that at this point in my life, when I was having that conversation with my aunt, she was asking me what my active ingredient is. And like, to be honest, like, I don't really, I hadn't like asked myself that because I don't know, like, I just felt like not even, I felt like I just hadn't really like asked myself the deep, deep question of what my active ingredient is. And I genuinely think that my active ingredient is that I, it's like natural to me to identify the incredible factors or like the, what I would call like the light in other people and bring it out in them and then like share that with people. That's, that's to me, like, I think the underlying active ingredient for me, and I, I, I'm very lucky in that I do that in all the things that I do for work with my communications agency I do that in the form of like seeing the incredible light within my clients and then bringing them out into the world via press. And with this podcast, like obviously, you know, having these conversations and literally talking about this person's light and having them on this platform is really exciting to me. But I feel like that is what my natural state is. And I, 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 I see it. I see it in the things that I'm gravitated towards. I see it in the podcast that I listen to. I see it in all those things. And I know that I'm on track, but I don't know that it feels like it's 1 million percent. I, I don't know that like the vehicles in which that's coming to life right now are what it is for the rest of my life. Um, but I know, I do know right now that they're, um, that I'm on track. It feels like I'm on track. And, um, this is the first time in my life that I feel like it feels like it's on track. And that's not to say I don't question it because there's so many days that I do question it. I'm not going to lie. But I think that my deeper active ingredient is just that like, I, I really 
it's easy for me to see the incredible things in other people and then bring it out in them and then also share that with other people, um, which I feel like I definitely, I'm so lucky that I get to do every single day, but it's a journey. And I really think that all the tools that I implement in my own journey have really helped me fine tune it and continue to go down the path. And I don't feel like I'm that far from it feeling like it, you know, but it's taken me a very long time and several episodes and a lot of books, a lot of time by myself to, um, even get here, which is not, I wouldn't say I'm not coming from a place of like knowing more than anyone, but it just feels like I know myself a little bit better. And I'm so grateful for this podcast for being a huge part of that. I'm so grateful for all of you guys for listening to this podcast. And I really next phase of, of active ingredient, I want to get it in front of more people. Um, it's difficult to grow a listenership. I'm not going to lie. Um, some days it feels a little discouraging. I know what I'm doing is important and I know that the conversations that I'm having are powerful. So I'm going to manifest this right now. I just want the podcast to, I, I just want it to get bigger and I want to be able to share these messages with a wider audience. And that is, I think the next phase of active ingredient. And I would love to hear from you guys now that, you know, we have two years of doing this together, what you want to hear more of. Um, I've gotten a lot of great feedback from solos, which was really nice to hear (laughs) because, you know, you put it out there and you're like, I don't know if this is going to stick or if people care, but seems like you guys really like them. So I'm definitely going to continue that. But in terms of like interviewing people or structure of the show or things that you would like to see more of, um, I'm really going to try for this like next year to keep all the interviews under an hour, which was a good, a good piece of feedback that my friend Isa told me. So if you guys have any other feedback, I want to like do this together and grow it together. If you have any suggestions or if you have anything that you think would be helpful, let me know. And then I do want to close out with one of the things that have changed my life. I've said this 8 million times. If you guys are avid listeners of the podcast, you already know what I'm probably going to say, but a gratitude practice is the most life-changing thing that you can possibly do. It changes your brain. Um, it has changed my brain. It has helped me continue to source for things that make me happier and that help me continue to guide the active ingredient, um, journey. And so I challenge everyone this week, every single day before you do your to-do list, I want you guys to do three things and try to make them as small as possible that you are grateful for. It can be in the morning, it can be at night. I like doing it in the morning uh, before I do my to-do list. You can do it at night before you go to sleep. It's also really nice. But that is everything. Thank you so much again. This has been an absolute blast for the past two years. And I just, I hope that there's many, many more years of this podcast to come. So I love you guys. Thank you. And I will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for making it all the way to the end of the episode. You have no idea how much it means to me. And I really do hope that you left this conversation feeling lighter, more in tune, and with some tools to apply to your own life. Please feel free to reach out to me via DM on Instagram. I would absolutely love that, which I have linked in the show notes on any feedback or guests that you want to have on. And if you do have a second, I would really appreciate you giving the podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts and a quick review. It really helps getting the podcast in front of more people like you. See you next week.